0: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats, a bunch of guys who have never been fired from ESPN.
1: Good morning.
0: Welcome to uh, From the Cheap Seats. Crystal Lambert, Professor Trent Nichols, Brandon Atkins all hanging out, trying to figure out if Kevin Durant's going to play tonight. Guys, I'll, before we do anything else, how many minutes is Kevin Durant playing? Eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. You've got Brandon Atkins. What I say, say if, you? I say if he plays, he plays twenty-five. I say he plays zero. Well, I'm saying if he plays. No, no. I mean, I, I get you. So you say twenty-five. You can't be on the fence. Yeah, you got to play. So it's play. either for you, it's either going to be zero or twenty-five. Which yeah. is it going to be? It's. Well, I mean, if he plays, it's twenty-five. I, that, that's the reason zeros. An if he option, doesn't man, play a I guess <laughs> we should have probably talked about this before. Uh, before we, I think if he plays, came in blind, Toronto definitely wins.
2: What? Yep. How, tell me, talk to me about your rationale there. They, he has been out so long, trying to incorporate him now, and he's rusty. Toronto will. Kawhi Leonard will dominate him. So won't you're, be a factor. You're,
0: you're in this, this school of foolishness that somehow Golden State is better without Kevin Durant.
2: No, I don't think that. But Kevin Durant needed to come back last game to make an impact on this game.
0: No. See, I'm, I'm of the Brandon Atkins thought process that Kevin Durant, this is broken perfectly for him. Kevin Durant, if he comes back, it's a, it's a no-lose situation for him. If he's able to put the Golden State Warriors on his back and they somehow make this series interesting again, he's in the spotlight. Look, oh my God, Kevin Durant was the difference maker. Had he not got hurt, they would have won the whole thing. I do want to call a
3: shot though. Go ahead. Like so, tonight if if Toronto goes up by twelve or more, and in the third period, you're going to see Kevin, KD pull up a little little limp.
0: All of a sudden.
3: Like, <laughs> <it's>, he's <laughs> going to be like, oh.
0: oh!" That's I why I say only 18 minutes. It's amazing how our perception of these players shapes everything. You know, Clay Thompson goes down, and we're like, oh, he's a warrior. He's a barbarian. He's going to be there no matter what. He's going to get back in there. Ah, Kevin Durant, we have this, I, I don't know, fair or not, we have this perception. He's a little soft. Kristen Lambert, let me yes. ask you a question. Talk to me. Have you ever had a calf
3: strain in your life? Yeah. Were you out for anything? For I'm a not month?
0: a I'm not a professional athlete, but yeah, I was out for a significant period of time for sure, over a month for a calf strain. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
3: All right. And well, if it, you if you had a calf strain, it look, What's first, the most important thing you've
0: ever done in your life? The most important thing. Yeah. yeah. You mean besides this show with you? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I've I've never done anything important. Okay. So,
3: what if little, just use the show and they keep replaying the injury on ESPN, he's hopping around, oh, I'm going to be out for at least a month. Um, You know, it'd be like if you pulled your calf or you you injured your jaw, like Chara for the Bruins, and you didn't show up for this show after a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost the
0: same thing. Right, Trent? Uh, But here's the
3: difference.
0: (laughs) Let's go back to a month and a day ago when Kevin Durant hurt his leg. Everybody out there, all the talking heads, all the experts, all the the shade tree doctors out there. Oh my God, he tore his Achilles. He's done. I, that's what I thought when I saw it. Now, th- here's the thing: is in a fake news era, you think we would we would pay attention and know fake news when we hear it? Because immediately the story from Golden State is, "Oh, it's a grade one sprain or strain." No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, the injury was worse and they've been playing this little cat and mouse game with the specter of Kevin Durant coming back sooner. You know, if you look at sort of the 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 standard medical guidance as it applies to calf strains, you know, you're probably 10 days to get over a grade 1, 4 to 6 weeks on a grade 2. This was obviously at least a grade 2. I th- I still think the Achilles was impacted. And you know, to go from where we were at that night and I I talked to you that night was like he's done.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's done. And 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 I told you a story where I had a partial tear of my Achilles. You were like, I had a friend that tore his Achilles, and, and we all said exactly the same thing. It felt like somebody kicked us in the back of the leg. Right. And that's exactly how he responded. During the telecast, they even talked about look, he you know, he turns to look behind him to see if somebody kicked him. I've strained muscles before. I've never thought anybody kicked me in that muscle. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm still convinced that there's an Achilles issue at play. And, you know, where is this at in the, the, on the list of most important things KD's ever done? Probably pretty high. But I'm not willing to to jump in with everybody who's just well, sort of, you know, wow, he's soft. He, yeah, well, he should have been back by now. You and I talked about it. The big loser in all of this is Steph Curry,
3: right? Yeah, for sure. In terms of sure. the grand scheme of things about the order of all the best players that currently play the game – because you can't tell me right now that LeBron James couldn't take Draymond Green, Iguodala, Klay Thompson, and company and give, give the Toronto Raptors the best shot. Because he's played with far worse against this team, correct? Yeah. And so, being that Steph can't do it, or hasn't been able to do it, I think it's very telling if you're talking about the top five players in the in the world.
0: Well, I mean, I think you're making it more complicated than it needs to be because it's not a question of what could, you know, LeBron have done. Look at what Kawhi's doing. You know, all of a sudden, this team that we've trashed for years out there in Toronto, ah, they can't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Ah, they, you know, Kyle Lowry's a bum. Right. Now all of a sudden you've got Kawhi Leonard And all of a sudden we're like Oh, oh, wait, a, oh wait a minute man. See Occam's really really good Look at Kyle Lowry He's really good Danny Green's really good No those guys are B players in the NBA And were it anybody else in basketball um, Other than the the elite two or three players out there This Toronto team would not be competitive Even with Durant down So I, 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 I think this, this is a celebration of what Kawhi really is I only disagree about Siakam. I think he was going to come out this year regardless. But, yeah, Van Vliet, give me a break. I mean, he's not. I did, did, wait a minute. I mean, all you really know need to know is the guy's name is Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> I mean, basketball players, y- y- the name is important. You know what I mean? Right. Zion Williamson, LeBron James, Fred Van Vliet. Come on, man. That's who does That, that guy does my taxes. Fred. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet does do your job. He does a good job. But, you know, Fred Van Vliet is getting serious minutes, having an impact on this series. Danny Green is a nice role player. You know, Pascal Siakam, we're going to find out what he really is over the next few years, but he's not a game changing player. I mean, if you you had the, in a vacuum, if you had the choice between Siakam and Draymond Green, I think everybody in America is like, ah, Draymond Green's a little bit better. Well, he's got. He's got Boogie Cousins on
3: a sit-and-spin right now. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, Boogie's pretty good. Well, Boogie's
0: playing on one leg. And and, and, and
3: also, Siakam has one of the best accents you'll ever hear.
0: It is a pretty dope accent. Now, the thing with Boogie Cousins, I think right now, as it stands today, and it probably won't last much longer as he continues to get healthy, DeMarcus Cousins is the one person in the NBA that I can out-leap. <laughs> I have no doubt I can jump higher than Boogie Cousins right now. The I mean, he's not right. So he's been a non-factor, and probably, actually, I believe, he's played to the detriment of the Warriors in the finals because I honestly think that the, he does nothing for their spacing, and I think they'd have been better served to have Jarebko out there getting those minutes instead of a one-legged Boogie Cousins.
2: Just So, so you want to add a one-legged Kevin Durant?
0: Look, Willis Reed became a
2: legend. Kevin Durant's not Willis Reed.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Kevin Durant's a lot better than nobody,
2: Willis Reed ever yeah, was. Nobody's Yeah, but nobody in the a, league is as tough. He's just pulled as those a, guys I served
3: back with Willis Reed.
2: <laughs> yeah. KD is I was born in the same state that was next to the state that the state that I lived in after I was born and moved to Willis I don't even remember where I was talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah the reason I say that this worked perfectly for Kevin Durant, and and I, I stole this from you, Brandon. i got to stop talking to you off the air. Dude. I mean, you, well, said you said
2: it two weeks ago.
0: That Durant is not going to come back from this injury with Golden State leading this series. He had to wait. If he was going to come back, he had to wait until they were down. And now he's waited until their most dire moment. He's got a chance to come back. Can you imagine? where that elevates him if he comes back and they are able to win this series. I mean, after really getting punched in the face for most of the last four games. Well,
3: even I was, I saw a uh, interview with Steph Curry and in the interview he's constantly being asked about KD and he's got this defeated little grin like he knew he had an opportunity to be the man and get them past Toronto without KD, and that time has passed if he comes back, right?
0: Well, I think it's fair to say Steph Curry is the best shooter in the history of the Oh, game. yeah, no doubt. However, there is a lot of other things going on on a basketball court than shooting the basketball, as, as crazy as that sounds, because point to what wins ballgames. But, no, the, the we, we've talked about this in the past. Where is Steph Curry in the pantheon of all-time greats? Well, where is Steph Curry in the even in the pantheon of current players? Because at this point, having watched a team solely relying on on Steph Curry, I, I I'd have a hard time putting him in the top 5, and he's probably toward the bottom section of a top 10. Hmm. You know, I mean, and and how much better? How much more does this elevate in your eyes, James Harden? See what Harden has done because forget Chris Paul, Chris Paul is reputation only. But Harden has kept Houston in some series they should not have been in with Golden State basically by himself, and we haven't seen Curry be able to do it. And and this this revisionist history about, well, Toronto's a perfect matchup against them. No, Toronto was the third-best team coming out of the East, period, at this point personnel-wise. When you look top to bottom at those rosters, Toronto was no better than third, probably fourth coming out of the East. If they're doing this to Golden State, What would Milwaukee have done? What answer would they have had for the the 76ers? You know, if Boston could have gotten gotten right, when you look personnel-wise, Jimmy's and Joe's, I think all those teams had a superior roster to Toronto. I just think uh,
3: if Steph had the ability to get his other teammates involved, he'd be far better. That's part of his game that he needs to work on. As much as Harden jacks it up, he still gets his other teammates involved.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting theory. All right, we'll be back on the other side. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats of Sanford, North Carolina. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio.
2: From the Cheap Seats is a production of Cheap Seat Media, LLC, broadcast locally on WFJA 105.5 FM.
4: 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk.
5: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke.
6: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to toe. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
4: So why do teenagers play high
2: school sports?
4: My reason why is a sense of purpose.
2: My reason why is to inspire others.
4: One reason student-athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy.
2: This message presented by the NFHS and the North Carolina
5: High School Athletic Association.
4: Joel Klein catches a 7 o'clock train after his evening CPR class at the American Red Cross.
1: Ron Garrett is on the same train. He's had a rough day and doesn't feel like himself. Until he feels the sudden tightness in his chest, Ron never thought he'd actually have a heart attack.
4: Until Joel is administering CPR, he never thought he'd actually save a life.
1: When you train with the Red Cross, you change a life.
4: Starting with your own.
1: Call 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit redcross.org to learn about life-changing opportunities in your area.
0: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio or visit us at www.cheapseatradio.com. All right, welcome back to From the Cheap Seas, Krista Lambert, Brandon Atkins, Professor Trent Nichols. We are talking about the Raptors and Warriors, but before we continue on, uh, sort of a, I don't know, a, a somber note, David Ortiz, Red Sox great, has been shot down in the Dominican Republic. Um, their details are still coming out. It looks like he is, has survived the attack, but, uh, man,
2: it's brutal. It's the cheap seat curse. We talked about him. He was on our on our talk about the uh, favorite fat athletes. Was he? We cursed him. Why did we do that? If you watch the video, though, man, that was brutal. I mean, this guy walked up. He's sitting at a table talking to whoever, and this guy walked up behind him and point blank shot him in oh, the back. Oh, man.
3: I haven't seen man, the video. Oh,
2: so they said there was some damage to the liver. Uh, they removed part of his colon and his gallbladder, but they expect a uh, a full recovery. The Red Sox offered to send down a plane to take him back to the United States if there was more, you know, treatment needed. So, yeah, pray for uh, David, man. He's truly a, a really good guy in Major League Baseball.
0: Yeah, thoughts and prayers to uh, David Ortiz and, and everybody around him. That's a It's just stunning, man. Well, I guess if the curse is real, Charles Barkley better beef up his security. Oh, my God. We go. <laughs> well, hey, look here. Last Last week we asked you to call in and tell us, you, give us your favorite fat athlete of all time. And people have been hitting me all throughout the week, and, you know, well, I've just thought about so-and-so. i just thought about so-and-so. Um, you, you got to be quick on the draw, man. It doesn't do any good to come back after the fact and tell me Oliver Miller you know, mm. that would have been great. I got the walrus, Craig Stadler. Craig Stadler, yeah. Kaplan came through. Yeah, yeah c- thanks for playing, Dave Kaplan, who was on the phone twice during the show and, you know, had more important things to He's do. He's at the beach. He doesn't have time for but, us anymore. Yeah, Craig, Craig Stadler was another good one, and he had to, you know, he went all deep and nerded out and justified it to me about why he was and why he was a better choice than John Daly, whatever. But I think this week, I, I think this, this created itself. Um, we were having a little fun with Fred Van Vliet. I want to know bad sports names. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to throw one out to you, Brandon, and this one will hit close to home. But I always thought Phil Ford was not a good basketball name.
3: Yeah. No. Nah,
0: I can see Sounds that. Sounds like, you know, somebody's dad. Real names are also nicknames. No, just real names. Okay. You know, nicknames. How do you have a bad sports nickname? What I mean... Give me an example I'm of what sure you're I about. I'm sure I think of, uh, Oh, you, you didn't have one in mind. Well, I mean, Big Country's kind of bad. I thought Big Country was dope. I don't know. Big Country big, was dope, except that it came right after an even better one, with Big Nasty, when Corliss, Williams, Corliss Williamson yeah. at uh, Arkansas, that's one of the all-time greats, Big Nasty. Shaquille O'Neal did go on record as saying that the
3: player he liked to play the least was Big Country because he had that mid-range jumper he couldn't get out to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fat athletes, Bryant Reeves. There you go. Yeah, See it you all it, it all just ties together, man. It all comes full circle. But bad sports names. Um Phil Ford just sticks into my head. It's just plain Jane. You know it is. I mean? But yeah. but nothing, nothing that pops into my head right now trumps Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, so I'm interested to hear right I'm interested to hear if anybody you can text us, you can call call the uh call the station if I can figure out what the uh number is. Uh, 866-465-3110. That's 866-465-3110. I want to know who your favorite, or your, you know, it doesn't have to be your favorite. It doesn't have to have a place in your heart. But give me an example of a bad sports name. Well, that's a tough question
3: because, as I'm thinking, only good sports names are popping into my head, like Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> no. I, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm going to try to, you know, redirect those to bad sports names. so
0: mookie blaylock that that's a yeah there that one's in my ear yep Yep, that's a great one by the way we'll see if anybody comes pulls that one out um trent (laughs) i know that brandon knows the answer to this question mookie blaylock was was invoked here in studio what famous band was
2: once named mookie blaylock Come on, dude. Do we play for the Clippers? Is this Lob City? Oh, here we go. Gosh. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry I'm wearing my favorite necklace, and I'm putting some jelly on my toast. All right?
0: Brandy, you do know who... What band? Okay. The album was named 10. So the... the, Yeah. And that's funny, because people think that Pearl Jam's 10 is named because there's 10 songs on the album. It's not. It's named in honor of Mookie Blaylock.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm still... I mean... Pearl Jam did a political stand and canceled their last concert here in Raleigh and I'm still bitter. They did. Two days before the show, and it was going to be me and my wife's first time seeing them live. Oh,
0: you had tickets. Yes, sir. Oh man. Yeah, thanks. The concert was on thanks. a
2: Wednesday thanks, and legislature. they canceled on a Monday. Wow.
0: Well, you know, they've had a they've had a, a bad bitter. run, Pearl Jam has, of of political stances, because at one point they went out on tour and decided they were going to protest by not Using Ticketmaster
6: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That lasted for about a week And they were like Oh yeah we can't do this yeah. without Ticketmaster Our bad we're gonna, we're gonna Pivot on our morals there And yeah we'll use that so, <laughs> I, did. I saw him in 92 So, did, so you're take just, that You're amazing Live, baby. 92 you know? yeah,
3: 92 That was on uh, Dang That was man, good That was in their
0: heyday Yeah,
3: yeah. It might, might not have been Yeah it was, it was early okay. 90s It was All Lollapalooza right. Look it wow. up Wow Great show Awesome show Pearl Jam, Ice Cube, Ministry, a uh, 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 couple of good bins I'll think of later,
0: I guess. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you will. <laughs> All right. So we want to know give us a call. Bad sports names, 866-465-3110. All right. Back to the issue at hand. All right. The NBA what about finals. Mike Trout. Mike Trout's not a great name.
3: That's a bad name.
0: Not a great name. If he was
3: hitting 250. You know,
0: we he'd be
3: like, look at Mike Trout over there at the end of the bench. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to go nowhere. Nowhere <laughs> at all. I was thinking of the uh, Pirates catcher back in the day, Ed Ott. Yeah, he had the shortest life. name. He had the shortest name at the time, the shortest name in the history of American sports. Five letters, first and last name. Now, there have been some Korean players over the years that have come through that have done him one better and been four-letter names. But... Yeah, Ed Ott's ah, another one. How about Dale Murphy? Ah, uh, come on, Dale Murphy's Dale Murphy's not as bad as Phil Ford. I mean, when we're talking about things in the pantheon of Fred Van Vliet. yeah, okay, nah, Dale Murphy. I'll try all to right. do better. Dale Murphy's all right. One of the one of the most underrated outfielders in Major League Baseball history. All right, so back to the Warriors Raptors. The last thing that I want to say, the, the last point that I have in this, is that we have reimagined how good toronto is if if golden state was at full strength is there any doubt in anybody's mind that this series would have been over in short order anybody want to argue that toronto could have pushed them to the brink
3: well remember last show me and trent picked golden state you picked toronto right so my feeling is yeah if there was in, they were in full force I'm thinking Toronto gives them a fight, but it's like six games. Okay,
0: so let's hold that up in contrast to the matchup that everybody wanted. And that was Milwaukee-Golden State because we felt like, you know, Milwaukee with what they can do with their length, their spacing, and the fact that Golden State has no answer for Giannis, Milwaukee's the one team that might be able to knock these guys off.
3: Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay,
0: so coming in. Despite the fact that Toronto crept by him in a seven-game series, it's fair to say that. Oh, I don't believe that you guys found a list there.
2: So, so these found guys, a guys found a list of we, we bad. Found a of bad of a of bad this, It's kind yeah. of inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So they're all. Yeah, they're all stuff that I don't even know we could really talk about. <clears throat> they're all there's a they're lot pretty, of innuendo, in- interesting names. <clears throat> okay.
0: So they're all in the vein of Dick Trickle. Yeah, well, you know, which which is my new and credit to Beantown
2: NASCAR legend
0: Dick Roy, Trickle. Roy Costin. I don't know that he's a NASCAR legend. I know that he has a legendary name. Okay, it's um, good enough. I think it. You know the connotations with that. Not cool, man. Sounds like you need to see a doctor. <laughs> I don't know, but we're not gonna we're not gonna bog you down with all of the other. If anybody Even wants to
2: Google, thing. there's a great WNBA player that has a wonderful name. I don't know how good she was, but she has a wonderful name. Oh. H- how can you do that? No, they're going to have to go check it out. All right. So. it <laughs> will be posted well,
0: yeah. on our Facebook Thanks, page. Thanks. Now I have no idea what I was talking well,
7: about.
3: Well, you were talking about maybe Miami. Um, not
0: Miami. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, right, Milwaukee, we talked was, the, about, Milwaukee was the matchup we got cheated out of.
2: But we talked about months ago that Toronto would be that sneaky team that after the trade deadline, they could compete with Golden State. Well, sure you we did. did. I mean,
0: Gasol coming in, Gasol being added was enormous. But I still, in a vacuum, would take Philly or Milwaukee against Golden State on paper. Well, we also thought Philly would be the
2: funnest matchup.
0: Absolutely. I mean, when, when you look at what Embiid brings to the table, if he's right— there's no answer for that, dude. Well, you know why Milwaukee lost is
3: they were up 2-0, and Giannis said with LeBron James being out of the East, it's much easier in the East to get to the, to the finals. And Toronto, I guess, heard that and reeled
0: off four straight. Is that what happened? They, yeah. they just heard it and they were like, oh, That's now right. we got to win? That's right. All right, well, cool. I, guess, I suppose you could know, a little bit of front running there. But Giannis, you know, I'm almost glad for Giannis – that things have broken this way. Because I honestly believe Giannis is the best player in the NBA, period. I think he's the best player alive, without a doubt. And I I also believe that he's going to continue to get better. But had Milwaukee got to the finals and Golden State been banged up, Giannis never would have gotten the respect he deserved.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think this is what this series is doing for Kawhi. For me, for me, he may not be like, on the list as the best. Why not? Kawhi Leonard, but to me, he is the best because he's the best defensive out of all these superstars. He's a lockdown defender. He has zero talk or ego to his game, and he can take it over and win the game.
0: Well, perhaps even bigger than that are the intangibles he brings to the game because we, we can trash Kyle Lowry all we want, but the fact is Kyle Lowry used to fold As soon as things mattered, period. And what we've seen Kyle Lowry do is take his game to another level. The common denominator, it's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is the one that has empowered these guys and made them believe at a level that DeMar Rosen obviously never could – and Dwayne Casey couldn't when he was coaching. So, you know, maybe a little nod to Nick Nurse. But I'm giving I'm putting it all on Kawhi, yeah. watching the way these guys play around him at a level we haven't
3: he seen He stays in
2: the East. He's the new LeBron of the East. All right.
0: And if
3: he wins this championship, that's two finals MVPs automatically. Mm. Two rings.
0: Boom. Bang. That's a mic dropper. All Shh, right. We'll see you on in. the other side of the break. You're listening From the Chiefs Seats. We appreciate you hanging out. Love to hear from you. 866-465-3110.
2: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio or visit us at www.cheapseatradio.com.
5: Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride every time do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie.
6: Never give up until they
5: buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway
3: Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: Check her out. Oh, man. I like that.
3: When young men turn 18, they think they know a lot about the facts of life. But there are a few more facts they need to know.
5: Fact. You have to register with Selective Service when you turn 18. It's the law. Fact. Registration keeps you eligible for government jobs and student loans. Fact. It's easy to register. Just visit sss.gov or any post office. Register with Selective Service when you turn 18. It's the law. And that's a fact.
1: We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We invest in the latest technology.
2: We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds.
4: This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there.
1: We stand strong, united.
0: Stand with us in caring for our veterans. We are there Day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. And we are there as you start your next chapter. We are with you through life's journey. We are Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov.
7: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
0: Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats sports talk radio that won't make your ears bleed. Yeah, guaranteed not to make your ears bleed. Um, That's the first time we've, we've heard these bumpers. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to rework the music, baby. I don't know. Glory Days. I like Glory Days. You like that? Yeah. I think that was your choice, too. I, did. I know. You are like, I like Glory Days.
2: I really do. Yeah, cool. That song really hit home when I turned about 36. It's the it's the music that
3: you know the words to, right?
2: Can you sing it for us? Do you know no, the words? Not
3: right now, but that's the slogan for the whole radio station, so I just threw it out there. Oh, is it? Yes.
0: I, I didn't even know. How about Detlef Shrimp? Detlef Shrimp is a good one. That's a good one. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm trying to get the name out of my head that Trent dropped on me during the break. I, I can't. I just can't. She do was it. a
2: great athlete. It's it's
0: very. It's a little too Howard Stern. I mean, we. This is very only week
2: two. Popular. Talk to us in about man. about six
0: months. We'll drop that. Won't even think twice about it. Right now, I'm like, um, I don't want to get canceled already. Yeah. It no. hadn't been long enough. It hadn't been long enough. Call us at 866-465-3110. If you're calling locally in the Central Carolinas, 919-774-4653. I am very interested to hear what the folks out there have to say. Um, So my position is that the national media has jumped off of the Golden State bandwagon a little bit too quickly. This is still the NBA championship squad that Toronto has to beat three times in a row. The the idea that Golden State can't come back and beat these guys three times straight um, is silly. Now, here's the thing. It was sort of a foregone conclusion all year. Golden State's going to roll out there. They're going to win their third straight. This is four and five years. They're one of the all-time greatest, if not the greatest team of all time. Here's the deal. If they drop this thing, they have failed to do what the truly great teams in the history of the NBA have done, and that's win three straight. You know, you got the Lakers, the Bulls, even even the Spurs in their heyday won three in five years, which is what Golden State effectively will have done here. But I'm expecting KD to come out there, be a contributor. And I think Golden State wins this series. Boom. Do we do do we need to do the
3: rest of the show? You just blew it up. Like that. Mean, I mean, that's what <clears throat> I think is going to happen. Uh, you know, I I don't take Toronto. What I was originally going to say, if KD's like eighty percent or less of himself, um, I think Toronto still wins the series because I don't think Toronto will bite on if he, they're just going to roll them out there to use them some, somewhat as like a. A distraction or whatever the case may may be. Like I just don't think they're going to fall for that. And uh, you know, Toronto just has they have there's blood in the water for them now. They know that they can beat Golden State. They're clearly not afraid of them, right?
2: True. Yeah. I mean, I think if Clay Thompson is right, Clay Thompson's going to be a lot healthier tonight. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson together, if they're on their game, they have a shot. You add Durant into that. That changes the whole way that Golden State plays. And you think that's and to their And Golden State's detriment. been gone for yes, because well, it hasn't. It hasn't worked. But Clay Thompson's been hurt that whole time. Okay. Well, and
3: he, Kevin has not played. I'm looking at for right a month now, since May eighth. I you mean, know, it's like I, he, I know he's like maybe the best player in the world right now, maybe, but missing a month of basketball.
2: Boogie, co- Boogie, Boogie Cousins was out for how long with that injury? He came back, they played him eight minutes, and he was ineffective. He came back in the next game, and he put up almost a triple-double. Now, he hasn't been the factor, but I don't think Durant helps the Warriors. I think he will hurt the way the Warriors play, and I think Toronto is motivated enough now that if there's a lock, pick Toronto tonight. It's over. All right. So I want to make sure I want to make sure
0: that I put this in a nutshell and, and that I can wrap my little pea brain around it. What you're saying is the Golden State's best shot is for Thompson to be healthy and for them to play without Durant, so that they can play the same type of offense that has a little bit more motion, a little less ISO than when Durant's in. That, that one on game two. Shot. Yep. All right. Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley is a bad name. It yep. is a bad name because it was already taken. Co- cocoa Coco Crisp is pretty bad. Coco Crisp is ridiculous. God yes. Sham God. God Sham God is a great name. I love that name. I I have to disagree with you. All right. Don't use all the good ones up. I'm 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 waiting. Come on, I'm listeners. Waiting. Come Step on. Up listeners. To the plate. 919-774-4653. We want to know what you think should be on the list of all-time bad sports names. Yeah,
2: or tweet us at CheapseatRadio. And uh yeah, I'll uh,
0: I'll uh, read it on the air for you. So you you posted a poll a little while ago. What do you, what do you got going there Trent?
2: Yes sir. We have a poll on how many minutes uh that you guys think out there in Radio Land. How many minutes Kevin Durant? And right now we have 12 votes. 20 or more is winning at 42%, 1 to 20 25% and 0 at 33%. All
0: right, so so a full 30 you guys think he's not going to play. Period. So two-thirds of the listening public thinks that he will roll out. I think they're right. All right? There we go. So the Brooklyn Nets, and I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole because the finals deserve the the attention that they're getting. But the, the Brooklyn Nets are the team in this year's free agency period that people have forgotten about or never knew about in the first place because they don't pay attention to the Brooklyn Nets, which is fair. Right. The Brooklyn Nets came into this offseason with just about enough room for two max deals. The one bad contract left in Brooklyn was Alan Crabb, and they have struck a deal with the Atlanta Hawks to unload Crab in the final year of his deal in exchange for Torrey and Prince. Now, the Nets are going to give up two number ones, a 17th pick this year and an unprotected pick next year. I'm telling you that the Nets would not have done this if they did not have an agreement in place with at least one player that they're going to give a max deal to. And that player is not D'Angelo Russell, who is currently on on the Nets roster. They've got a decision to make. I'm going to tell you right now, I know Stephen A. Smith hit this and then backed off and said, well, maybe Kyrie Irving's going to the Brooklyn Nets, period. Now, there's a couple reasons this makes sense. First of all, you know, Kyrie is from that part of the world. He's wanted to play in New York all along, and people forget, oh, wait a minute, there's two teams in New York. Oh. The other piece of this is that the Knicks, with everything that they're trying to do (laughs) – the one best piece that they have in place is Dennis Smith Jr. Folks in North Carolina know what kind of ball player this guy is. This guy's only two years into his career. We've already figured out he can't play off the ball with another point guard on the floor. He's so good he was getting paid before he got to the NBA. I, I, yeah, I mean, shoot, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't help yourself, could you? No. So Dennis Smith Jr. is not part of the problem in New York. If you bring Kyrie Irving, that makes Dennis Smith has to go. So, I think it's logical when you look at what they've got on paper. D'Angelo Russell possibly is out the door as a free agent, but I think Kyrie Irving to the Nets is done, and it's confirmed for me by the Nets unloading Allen Krabs' contract because they didn't need to do that. They're not in cap hell. They're not stuck with that contract. It was going to expire anyway. They have they've found a taker to get it off the books, and they wouldn't have paid such a hefty price if they didn't already need that money immediately. All right, on the line, we got our first entrant into the bad sports name sweepstakes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, man. I'm good. Appreciate the call. What do you have for
5: me, sir? Well, the only one that could really come to mind that leaped out at me was Dick Budkiss. <laughs>
0: That's bad, but it. But don't you? Wouldn't you agree that that sounds like a tough guy?
2: It does. It does. It's like uh, the Man in Black song. You know, boy named Sue. With a name like that, you knew he grew up fighting. Yeah, <laughs> I got. That's you. That's what I was going to say. Dick
0: Buckus. I. I. I will have to say that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna qualify that and say that's a bad sports name. But that's just a bad name. Period. <laughs> and, um, yeah, maybe it did contribute to all of the, you know,
2: you knew he I, was going to have to be yeah, a bad man to support him. Yeah, he was man. kind
0: of a nasty player. Yeah, yeah. Bad dude. Um, any other, any other, nothing else popped into your head? That, that was the
5: only one that immediately came to mind, and I was struggling. I could not for the life of me come up. I mean, you,
2: uh, you went over dick trickle and that was the only other one i could really come up with and uh, that one was spoken for so so of those
0: that that are out there so we've got dick trickle fred van Vliet, phil ford and dick Butkus which is the which is the worst of those uh, for me
2: i would never say it to his face but dick Butkus
0: all right fair enough i i, I don't <laughs> think i'd even What is he like 93 years old i still wouldn't matter. say it to his face i either. still wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah amen well, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Um, we'll see what else we find out. Um,
2: guys, Dick Buckus. Dude, Dick Buckus. I, I had it. The first thing that came to mind was the Johnny Cash song that he referenced, Boy Named Sue. <laughs> with a name like that, you knew he had to be dirty. I mean, my favorite story about Dick Buckus is when he hits you, if you tried to get up immediately, he'd smash your face again with a forearm to make sure you weren't getting up.
0: But at some point during his life, don't you think he was—he he, was—wasn't there ever the temptation to like go by his initials, like you know? I don't know what his dude. I bet name you was. his
2: nickname was Dick Butt Kick because he was going to kick your butt. Well, that would have been cool. I yeah. mean,
0: but that's that's a little cheesy. So, Dick Buckus, what is his middle name? I wonder.
3: Everybody, Angela's been
0: afraid to ask. <laughs> All right, so Richard Marvin Butkus. Oh my god! So gosh. why, why at some point didn't he become Ricky or Richie or R.M. or Marvin?
2: It's oh, it, just a horrible Dick name, hey, man. Richard Marvin Butkus. Yeah, parents. Parent. That's a good point. Beamtown a little bit. Know,
0: yeah. Yeah. Marvin Butkus is probably not any better at all. i sorry. And no offense to you know, is that a Polish name? Do you think? Probably. What do you think? I I don't know either, man. Not sure. I don't. I'm not. I'm not down on my last name etymology. I, I don't get it. But yeah, Dick Buck is definitely on the list, yeah. and just a bad name all around. See, Dick Buckus is not even a good name for an accountant. Fred Van Vleet, yeah, he could get rich. All right, we'll see you on the other side of the break. You're listening to from the Chief Seats in Sanford, North Carolina. Appreciate you hanging out with us.
2: Stay tuned to From the Cheap Seats. We'll be right back. I don't know what we'll talk about, but it'll be cool.
4: Adopt Us Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
5: You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A, it's spiritual.
4: Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh.
5: B, find the positives.
4: Less time blow-drying, more time texting.
5: Or C, show empathy.
4: Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same.
5: For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
6: Swimming pools can be lots of fun, but they can be dangerous, too, especially for young children. Always practice simple safety steps to prevent tragedies. Fence all pools. Teach kids to swim and always watch them around water. No horseplay. Simple steps save lives. To learn new life-saving steps, visit PoolSafely.gov. A public service message from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety
7: Commission.
5: A message from the American Migraine
2: Foundation.
7: It's an absolute nightmare. There's pain that does not stop. I feel trapped
1: by migraine. Migraine is a disabling disease.
4: I feel like I'm dying. You feel like the
1: world's closing in on you. There's nothing you can do.
4: It's like you're trapped in your head. There's no escaping it. You can't leave your body.
5: Don't suffer alone. Make your move against migraine. Visit AmericanMigraineFoundation.org to find help, learn more, and get connected.
0: you're listening to from the cheap sense national sports with a carolina twist all right so this is taking on life of its own so uh, I, before we get too much farther down the list there's a there's a, a point of controversy and i haven't dropped this guys on you but i, I just got a text beef johnston the golfer Where are we at with that? Is that a good name or is that a bad name? Because I'm not going to lie. If people called me Beef, I'd probably be all right with that. What do do you got? I like it. It's
3: got a good ring to it. Beef Beef, Johnston? You You have no
2: beef on that name, Brandon? No beef?
0: You're trying. That was horrible. horrible. Thank you. That was horrible. You're fired. Bye.
3: Um, We did find one, and we want to try to save it for a caller. So
0: there's a... There's an Olympic volleyball player that we found online whose last name appears to be Takashita. That's not the one I was talking so, about. That's, thank you. That's all we got. Takashita. Takashita. Yeah. Well, what I said. And that's that, That's one. That's not just a bad sports name. The the one that we found that we were rolling
3: and is the obvious, Captain Obvious, is Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. That
0: is atrocious. That's, and that's even all. if that was a NASCAR name... It'd be a bad NASCAR name. You would think it's a NASCAR name. You would, but even then, you would almost be like, there's really not a NASCAR driver named Jim Bob Cooter.
2: Yeah, that that's like a You're Talladega Nights up. character.
0: It, absolutely. You hit it. You you beat me to the punch. That sounds like one of the extra cars in yeah. Talladega Nights. Yep. Shouldn't there be a Talladega Nights, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. I never watched the first one. What? Oh my Come God, on, man. man we, yeah.
3: I don't know. We Come might on. have to put him in a
0: separate booth. For real. <laughs> All right, so Mookie Wilson has come through via text. You guys Ooh, have already hit that one. I like Mookie Wilson. You do like Mookie Williams, um, or Mookie Wilson. Um, oh, Milton Bradley came through via text as well.
2: Yeah. Milton Bradley, Monopoly Man.
0: Yeah. Coco Crisp, though. If you're given the choice, Coco Crisp, Milton Bradley. Which one's worse? Probably
2: Coco Crisp.
0: Hey, Coco for a guy. That's just not cool. Yeah. Well, you're named
3: after a cereal, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's horrible. It's
2: like, hey, hey, Ma, what was the last food you ate before uh, God sent you me? Hey. Cocoa Crisp. I told you to clean your room, Corn Pops. <laughs> 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 and tell your brother Frosted Flake to get out of the yard. So,
0: so if you were going to be named after a uh, after a cereal, which one would it be? which Which would be the one
2: you'd choose? Ooh. Sugar snap, sugar snap. Yep,
0: I, I can dig it.
3: I can First dig thing it. that popped in my head was Lucky Charms.
2: Brandon, yours would be Kaboom. Kaboom, isn't that one? Nah, I don't, I don't think I that's don't a cereal. Know. Um, <laughs> Kaboom. What is Kaboom? Kaboom, isn't that that one that has like chocolate in the middle? I think it's. I think I'm saying the wrong name.
3: That's some like. That's some like. Uh, Wally World generic
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> serial that he's bringing up right now. All right, so wide receiver, University of Texas, now playing. Where did little Jordan Humphrey get drafted? Little Jordan Humphrey. And I thought that was a nickname when I, found, when I first heard it. No, little Jordan is his name, his given name. How are you
2: feeling about that?
0: You you're looking at me like you've never heard of Lil Jordan Humphrey. Is that is that correct? I've never heard of
3: him. Is he play, he plays
2: football, right? Yeah, yeah. I well, think I his just, parents were hoping for a different sport.
3: Well, not to get be not to go off the beaten track here, but I've been listening to a lot of rap lately and oh. the, all these new rappers are coming out. They have always put "Lil" in front of your name. How old do you have to be before The only one I think is acceptable is Lil Wayne. Well, Lil, Lil Wayne
0: was sort of the the pioneer. You know, yeah, the pioneer there. So you're L- little little John? John, yeah, we forgot. Well, who was first, Little John or Lil Wayne? Little John, Little John, Lil Wayne. Yeah, you you should know this, Brandy. But you're it's our, like Little John, you're a rap first. guy.
3: I mean, now it's kind of like young, young little Glock Jeezy, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't listen, <laughs> if you're
2: if you're like he's saying, how long do you have to be little? I mean, he could be 50 years old. Like it reminds me of SpongeBob when uh, Barnacle Man. Or a Barnacle Boy got pissed off because he was like 80 years old, and they're still calling him Barnacle Boy. Well, I I mean, I don't want to be 80 and be like, "All right, coming to the stage." I think you can, Little only, Trent.
3: I think you can only be called Lil something through your 30s. Once you turn 40,
0: it's grown man, right? Grown I, man. Do I mean? Think, let's think about this in the context of Little Bow Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's Snoop's kid, right? Whose kid is he? No, he's not Snoop's Who, who's Kid, kid, kid dude. Who, Whose kid is he? Lil Bow Wow. No, in the That's ridiculous. Whose who's kid is he? Lil Bow Wow. He's Bow-Wow. nobody. Snoop's oh. nephew.
2: I knew he was kin to Come Snoop on. some kind of way. But here's Beentown, my thing. town. You're fired. Don't is, don't credit <laughs> Chris see, with that. All right, so Lil Bow Wow.
0: It's paying homage to Snoop. All right. Now let's fast forward a little bit. Let's say that Lil Bow Wow has a child, and that child wants to get into the music business. Where do you go from there? Well, even Snoop. Tiny puppy. Tiny.
3: I like it. Snoop hit his 40s and went from Snoop Doggy Dog to Snoop Lion. Remember that when he
0: changed it? <laughs>
3: Lion. Do you remember that?
0: Yes. Oh,
3: oh, oh. Okay. Bow Wow
1: so is school. just so, Bow Wow. Well,
0: okay, so we got Snoop Lion, which is ludicrous. You got, you got <laughs> Bow Wow. I'm waiting for you to tell me that Lil Wayne is now just Wayne. Nah, he can never change his name. He's like one of the pioneers. I don't
3: count Lil' John.
0: Lil' John and Lil' Wayne. Lil', Wayne, Lil John doesn't even hit the – he didn't even hit the on. radar. Lil' Wayne is
3: horrible. L- Lil' Wayne – yeah! He gets on to like – Lil' Wayne gets on the first take on ESPN, and Lil' John is like in his, you know –
0: Wow. His pajamas on his couch. Wow, you're throwing heat at, at Lil' John, man. You
3: What's the chances
0: be- we can get some Lil' John fired up and play before we get off the air? <laughs> you better be careful. I, I don't
3: think that matters. <laughs> <it. laughs>
0: Is that not in the inventory here at WFJ? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I can't think of anything Little John ever did that was – I, I, I want to say that it was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. It was fun, I guess. Anyway. All right. So are we done with this whole bad name situation? Yes. It's run its course? I think yes. we got a lot of – All right. If you've bad. got any more input, because we've sort of exhausted our inventory. And by the way, little, little Jordan Humphrey will be playing his football – with the New Orleans Saints this year, um, he went undrafted. Breeze. He went undrafted, but uh, did sign as a as a uh, free agent with the Saints. We'll see if he makes the team. Good luck to Little Jordan Humphrey as he goes out and does his thing.
2: Madison Bumgarner. Oh, he, uh, there's big controversy yesterday about Bumgarner. What well, Matt uh, Madison Bumgarner's kind of a jerk. Yeah, and it he, showed he got mad yesterday. Yeah, like
0: the third pitch of the game. He's crying about, oh, and look, their sports center runs the same thing. So Muncie like hits
2: a home run and barely watches it out of the park, and Bumgarner got all pissed off and was like, looking like he was going to go after him. Muncie replied as he was running the bases. He's like, you want me to stop watching it? Then go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> Props.
1: That's pretty good. <laughs>
2: good job, Mike. That is
0: awesome. So, did you guys see the uh, the the Mississippi State home run at the end of the, the game the other day? No, I missed all it. All right, I'm going to show you that celebration on the other uh, during the break, and I want your reaction after it. It's out of control, <laughs> and all of this, you know, let them play, have fun. Bat flips are cool, all of that. This might give you pause because this dude probably, de- he, he probably deserves one in the ear after <laughs> what happened at the College World Series. And speaking of that, I know that you saw Brett Gardner hit himself in the head with his helmet. Yeah. That is classic. Even awesome. my wife just fell out laughing. Um, that was amazing. The fact that he continued to play with the split lip that was pretty <laughs> dope. but did you see <laughs> you him? Have to. after he popped out later he went back and gently placed the <laughs> helmet into the rack. And Brandon, I don't, you, you're looking like you didn't see it. No. So no. Brett. so for those of you that are out there that didn't see this, um, Brett Gardner, who's in a horrible stretch I think he came into the game one for 18 um, flew out and came back into the dugout and took his batting helmet. <laughs> and slammed it into the helmet rack, and it popped back out and hit him right in the mouth and split his lip. He needs six stitches. Um, It's awesome. And and my wife's response, men. And I was like, uh, no, you're right. Because there's there's no context where a woman would do
2: something like that. That was your helmet telling you it's not his fault. (laughs) It's not his fault. Don't take out your slump on him. Yeah,
3: it's like a Odell Beckham Jr. on the uh, kicking net.
2: So I do need
0: series. to I, I do need to tell you that um you know I was out on a golf course a thousand times in my life, but on this one particular day in Texas, I was playing on uh, on a course and the carts didn't had co- they didn't have covers on them. They didn't have roofs. It was weird. It was just like a, a metal frame. So you'd expect it to be like an ATV, um, even though they weren't. It was just a regular golf cart. Just had no top on it. Hmm.
1: Kind of That's weird. weird. But
0: anyway, um, I'm sitting up on the tee box, and w- uh, my group, my foursome, had run up into a group of guys that were playing. It was a couple of years older than us. I was in my 20s at the time. And it, the last guy in the group walked up there, and the three guys in his group had, had hit nice tee shots. This dude shanked one off into the right in the woods and obviously was, was compounding the bad day that he was having. And he walked back over to the cart. And as he got in the cart, he took his driver and he slammed it into the metal frame where the roof would have been in this golf cart and hit that rail. And when it did, his club snapped in half and it spun probably once and lodged right in his thigh. Oh, oh. probably an inch and a half deep in his thigh. No, right into his thigh. It was amazing. And, you know, it's one of those situations and where you're, you're like, like, let me kick into emergency medic mode, but, oh, my God, this is hysterical.
3: <laughs> Th- that's the 20-year-old 20 you, 20 you talking. Like, the 40-year-old you goes, oh, my gosh, let's get this guy some help. And,
0: like, the 20-year-old you is like, <laughs>
7: awesome.
2: <laughs> you all stand that's around and you're like,
0: dude. It is worth noting that after we sort of help stabilize the situation, we did go play through. I will say, that but yes, I, true story, absolutely true. I feel bad talking in this booth about golf because
3: you know how much intelligent talk about golf is <laughs> happens on a regular basis in here. The craziest thing I've ever seen on a golf course is what happened to us when we somebody played a ball from about 150 yards out, and the ball went into the bottom tubing of
0: the rake. Yes. And real story, right? That, yes. And I'm wondering if that has ever happened in the history of golf. I don't think so. I think it was the first time ever. And if somebody, if I had not been there to see it, I would not have believed it. But yes, the ball disappeared into the rake. That was amazing. It had to have been the perfect shot, right? Yeah. Never happened
3: before, and it happened. With Never
0: us. happened ever. And and there's no record book that keeps track of those type of things, which kind of kind of should start that. It should. We should start that. All right. Where are we going from here, guys? College World Series. College World Series. Anybody been paying any attention? I have because my team's in it. Your team. My Tar Heels. How many How many years did you play for UNC baseball team? I didn't. You I did didn't, not. But I did get a school uh, there. UNC actually has Game 3 against Auburn at 1 o'clock. You're about, uh, quick math, three hours away from the first pitch, trying to advance to Omaha to the College World Series. I'm excited about it. What do you think? You got any intelligent analysis about this game?
3: No, not really. I just know that Auburn's explosive because they came from behind to score 11 runs in game one. So here's
0: here's the observation I'm going to make. North Carolina schools are really good at baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, NC State made it into the, into the uh, Super Regionals or into the Regionals. Uh, Duke made it to the Super Regionals. And I want to talk a little bit on the other side of the break about what happened to them in Game 2. Um, that was bananas. Um, who else was in there? Ah, ECU. let us not forget ECU was. And here's a little bit of a surprise for some people. Campbell University, um, kind of amazing. Justin Hare, the head coach at Campbell, will be on the air with us next week. You
7: That's guys didn't awesome. know
0: that. There you go. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk to them a little bit at the College World Series run, um, how things are, are looking out in the Big South, and I want a breakdown of the four Campbell Camels that got drafted in the Major League Baseball draft this year. Stay tuned. From the Cheap Seats, we'll be right back.
5: Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life
2: WFJA 105.5, Sanford, Pinehurst, Southern Pines
5: debt. If you get in too deep, members of the NFCC, the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, can help you put debt in its place.
4: Credit cards took charge of my financial life. A certified credit counselor helped me get back in control.
1: Student loan debt followed me wherever I went. NFCC taught me all I needed to know.
5: Connect with an NFCC certified credit counselor at your local member agency today. We'll help you put debt in its place. Go to nfcc.org slash stop debt or call 877-410-6322.
7: We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877 for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: My name is Lola Silvestri and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. (laughs)
4: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference.
5: Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats, a bunch of guys who have never been fired from ESPN. So that one never gets old, man. That's, that's a, that's a <laughs> reset from, man, the early days. And uh, I, I tell you what, you remember, Brandon, you got taken to task over that one. Or was it? No, it was Copas. Copus did. What we'll happened? Schlep- that that intro right there. There was somebody um, locally that was upset with that because we did that in the wake of of ESPN firing like two hundred people. Two hundred people, and uh, somebody called Tim and were like, "That's not funny." Oh, uh, well. you had you people's <laughs> lives that were affected. You know, that's not cool. And Tim brought it to me and was like, "You know, maybe we should consider taking it down." I was like, "No." <laughs> And I wasn't being—I don't think I was being—I um, don't know—insensitive. But yeah, it's true though. Have you ever been fired from ESPN? Nope, nope, never worked for nope. him. Either. And I can think of a whole host of people that should be fired from ESPN. One of whom's on screen right now. As a matter of fact.
3: Oh man, I love Stephen A. Come Do on. Do you really? Yeah,
0: man. He. Just... Yeah,
2: don't fire him.
3: He's, He's entertaining. He's yeah. funny. Hey he man, I, I was thinking about it. Tech, as you're pulling up something right now. The text, you're talking about Walmart delivering groceries to your house and stocking your shelves. Is it Walmart or uh, Amazon? Walmart, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, we have to talk about that. So, I mean, it's your story, so you can talk about it. But I was thinking, I'm not impressed with that at all, right? Because I'm to the point where I I want you to go ahead and... Get the fork from the plate to my mouth and grab my jaws and move them in a <laughs> chewing motion.
2: Dude, so, I've been in Walmart so much I see how they stuck their. It shelves. is the
5: Super Regional being hosted Why? in Nashville, Tennessee. You have number two Mississippi State, number two Vanderbilt. Uh, you guys all have got SEC. To see. Bottom of the second, bases loaded, and. Well,
0: that didn't work. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll try that again. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh, yeah, you couldn't hear me when I was... De- no. Oh, well, you know, technical issues, man. We'll get it all sorted. you hey, um, are not used to working with real professional the equipment, okay? The
1: Base is
5: loaded for Vanderbilt, Grr. and there's
0: a uh, 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 what, what? What, are
5: we,
2: what are we doing? Just stop playing what? with Am the I, video. I, Chris.
0: I should probably stop playing yes. with the video. uh The <laughs> <Please.
2: Dlamat laughs> <sake, kid. laughs> Okay. No. All right. DeLambert's all right. All right. Like no more, Chris. The
3: old man trying to work yeah. his smartphone. So the
2: the point with the Walmart is I see minute, how they stock minute, wait, their wait, shelves. Wait, 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 Why minute, do minute, I wait, want them to put my groceries away? Wait a
0: minute. See, you guys didn't even tell anybody what we're talking about. Most people are not internet nerds like us and don't catch all this stuff. But my wife the other day says to me, hey, "Is this for real? I'm looking on Instagram and apparently Walmart is going to start delivering groceries to your house." Now, I have to say that this whole picking up groceries thing that has started at different grocery vendors around the country is a game changer. It's eliminated hours from my life and from my wife's life and and you know anybody else that, that takes advantage. Any of you guys do you guys do that? Do you do the pick up grocery thing? Nah, man. No, sir. Dude, Not yet. I try it one time. And and I was skeptical at first. It's the coolest thing in the world. In fact, they have an they have an app that tracks you So when you place your order, you place the order for the groceries, and then you're given a pickup time. And it's a window from between 1 and 3, come pick up your stuff. So when you leave to head toward the store, the app picks you up and lets them know you're on your way. And then when you pull up, they already know you're there. You don't have to call them. You don't have to let them know. Big Brother is watching. They know you're out there, and they come right out with your loot and put it in your car for you, and you leave. Optimally, it's a five-minute operation. Now, they want to take it another level, and they want to bring the groceries to your house and put them in your refrigerator for you. And I am so down with this, 100%. If I could go home at the end of the day and walk in and know I'm not going to be out of milk, there's plenty of eggs, you know, we were planning on having X for dinner. Nobody had to go to the store to get that? Come on, man. I'm all for it. And they're gonna equip their employees with body cameras, and you'll be able to watch live as they walk into your house, fill your refrigerator, use your toilet, pet your dog, steal and walk your back stuff. out and steal your stuff. Uh, you
2: can see your jewelry get no. stolen live. Yes. <laughs> Just like that one commercial <laughs> I'm a car thief.
3: I'm here to steal
2: your car. <laughs> what?
3: No!
0: I'm your grocery guy. Mayhem like
3: me. Yeah. No, no he, What happens is the person delivers your groceries beautifully, beautifully stocked. Then he gets off. Then he's already cased your joint. And then he's coming back he to he has a house. code. That yeah. would
0: obviously be the concern is that it would give nope. somebody the opportunity to case your joint. But you would think that if something happened, there'd be a short list of people. It's like when somebody gets killed. You know, it's the significant other. of the time, it's either the husband or the wife that that offed their partner, right? Well, in this case, you know, if you get jacked, well, you're probably going to start with, uh, it was probably my delivery guy. You know what I mean? Or his friend. So you guys obviously are not down with this. Nope. Beantown, how do you feel about somebody coming and loading up your refrigerator with groceries? No, he had not Look, count me in. I am, I am in 100%. They're going to start it in a couple of different markets, uh, Pittsburgh of all places, uh, Vero Beach, Florida, and I think Kansas City are the three test markets for this. I'm just waiting to find out that Sanford, North Carolina is on the list because well, I'm know, for I- this. Anything that takes down brick-and-mortar
3: retail for me, I don't like. And, you know, it's just like Amazon starting to deliver drugstores. You know, none of the drugstores are even building any more brick-and-mortar Sites because they're waiting to see how well this Amazon drug delivery goes. So anything that makes me feel like I'm being taken over by robots, I'm not down with.
0: But look, this is America, man. We've been dealing with drug deliveries for a long time. Right. I hear you. If, oh, whoa. Beantown wants to know if you can watch the cam via VR headset. That's creepy. For real. Um... But that takes me to a whole nother thing because we're talking about advances out there. You know that 8K televisions have hit the market now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, all that, all that coin you went and dropped into the 4K, you're, you're behind now the curve we can, now. We can sing, see every pore in someone's face. Now. Well, here's the thing. I read, a, I read a study not long ago that said that 2026 was the end of this technologically advanced period that we're in where technology is just advancing there's new stuff coming down the pipe all the time 2026 apparently is the threshold at which the advances will slow down because we we will have reached the point from a um, quantum physics standpoint where you cannot make microchips and transistors any smaller than they are at that point that's the prediction now that's funny that I read that because the statements that are coming out with regard to 8K television is that 8K television is as good as it's going to get. And the reason for that is, is any better than that, the eye can't tell the difference anyway. So this may actually be the last frontier and the last time that the television manufacturers can soak you for a new television sweet Dude, i'm gonna ride with my 4k for a while i'm so, good yeah I'm i don't even have here. 4k well, yet well here's so, the other piece cares? of it too here's the other you don't have a 4k no yet? here's the other piece of the of the problem is that it doesn't matter that you have 8k because there's not any programming for 8k yet there's barely enough programming to make a 4k worthwhile but the 8k the big announcement is that the tokyo olympics coming up i think 2020 uh will be broadcast at 8k the bad news with that, they're nope. only going to be broadcasting 8K in Japan.
2: Yeah, but nobody how, what watches what is it that? anyways.
0: What, what is that? Though?
2: Dude. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Everybody watches it. Yeah, you I know,
3: know, my feeling on all that is ignorance is bliss. You know how you walk into a Best Buy and you see the first TV and you're like, oh, and then you go around the corner and you line them up and the next one looks so much better. It's all relative. Like, so as long as there's only one TV in my living room, I can't see that there's something else better out there, right? I I, I I suppose I
0: agree with your position. I
3: don't have to see DeLambert's 8K every time I'm trying to watch (laughs) TV, you know?
2: Yeah, I can dig that. So there's a huge uh, proposed fight coming, hopefully. Talk to me. Uh, We have a challenge out there. Some pretty well known people are. uh, Somebody's challenged another one to a fight. Somebody has challenged somebody else to a fight. Is that really what you just said? Challenge Tom Cruise. Come on to an MMA fight. Who come on, would you pay to watch that who, on pay per view? T- Justin hailed? Bieber oh, versus gosh. Tom Cruise.
0: Heck yeah, I'd pay to watch. I
2: that. would pay to fight
0: Justin Bieber in an MMA fight.
2: Oh, I think you'd get destroyed. I think Dude, I would rather on. pay to fight Tom Cruise.
0: Tom Cruise is four foot ten.
2: So exactly, and he's
0: seventy three years old. I got him. What what what's your what's your famous quote, uh, Brandon? You've got a line that you use about Wilford Brindley and Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, I think it's like.
3: This last Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise was older than Wilford Brimley when he was in, what was the the movie? Cocoon. Cocoon. (laughs) That's how old Tom Cruise is, jumping around off of helicopters right now. He's older than Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. That's just amazing to me.
0: So, if you had to fight one of the two, which one would you take on?
3: I I would definitely fight Tom Cruise.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: Now, is that because you're
3: scared of of Justin Bieber? No, but I know something about you. You have a guilty pleasure. You love you some some Justin Bieber. You've admitted that. Love, by is, love
0: is an entirely – it's
3: I don't entirely think you would too wanna, strong a word. You wouldn't want to put one of your mitts on your,
0: your, your, your like – Oh, ear. no, I, I'd wear him out, dude. For real.
2: No way. Yeah,
0: I t- dude, I told you.
2: He would slaughter you. Come on, man.
0: Would you be – Dude, youth – Would you be singing "Babe." Youth man? and
2: speed will be, will be
0: beaten by age and treachery every single time. Just
2: listen to who's singing right now. That's how old you are compared to <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side of the break. From the Cheap Seats is a production of Cheap Seat Media, LLC. Broadcast locally on WFJA 105.5 FM. In 50 feet,
1: turn left.
5: Debt. If you get in too deep, members of the NFCC, the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, can help you put debt in its place.
4: Credit cards took charge of my financial life. A certified credit counselor helped me get back in control.
5: Student loan debt followed me wherever I went. NFCC taught me all I needed to know. Connect with an NFCC certified credit counselor at your local member agency today. We'll help you put debt in its place. Go to nfcc.org slash debt or call 877-410-6322.
7: We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: My name is Lola Silvestri and I'm gonna be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. Uh
4: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
0: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio or visit us at www.cheapseatradio.com. All right, welcome back to From the Cheap Seats, and I owe an apology to a couple of alumni bases um, across the state. UNCW was in the College World Series Regional. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's something. Coastal Carolina, too, which is close. So, yeah, lots of lots of Carolina stuff going on. And uh, when you think of, of hotbeds of college baseball, North Carolina, you wouldn't think that's on the list, would you? We just have so many sports in front of a of baseball. It just yeah, doesn't I mean, get the shine that it's supposed to. College baseball is down the, down the list a little bit. But, yeah, Justin Hare, college baseball coach. I get, well, yeah college baseball coach at Campbell University. Yeah, that was kind of redundant. Justin Harrell will be on the show with us 930 next week. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him. Um, in particular, I want to peel back sort of the Major League Baseball draft. Um, it's a more complicated process than, than uh, most sports out there. And Campbell, four players taken in the draft this year, which is astounding. I mean, that's just amazing to me. Yes, the, Trent. What do you go? What so do you so I'm do you watching this
2: celebration. Yeah.
0: What was the score of the game when he hit? That I know, home man. Run? That's the problem with that is you would have thought
2: this that was, it was to a walk win. off. Yeah. Yeah. It was so he's watching. He's
0: watching Elijah McNamee from Mississippi State, who, with the game already out of hand, hits a home run. You're about to see as I, I thought he was going to take his clothes off by the time he finished the celebration. Elijah McNamee from Mississippi State, who's hit some big home runs this year. Um, and, you know, great. He was caught up in the moment. I love the emotion. I want to know how you guys feel about that celebration. Um, and 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 the one thing that sticks in my head with it is it's the ninth inning, and it's the end of the series against Stanford, so there's no worry about repercussions do you think that might have contributed to him? And you see he almost he looks like he's trying to dap up the umpire as he goes around first base. Well
3: and the umpire rushes him. Yeah, like you, you get on with
0: it, Junior. Yeah. But, but I didn't see anything wrong with it. I trent It made you're a it purist. eight
2: to one.
0: That's ridiculous. Okay, so what you're saying is you come down against. Is that what you're telling me? Yes,
2: that was way excessive. Dude, I am I am a hundred percent
0: in Elijah McNamee's corner. No way. I if that I was, was the fun. pitcher,
2: the next guy up, I would have beanballed him. Well right in the head 90 miles what what good would that Shwack. do i mean hit, that's why a, hit people back are, to me
3: that's why people are going away from baseball because you can't celebrate like that like i mean have what? you ever seen somebody dunk a basketball and then like
2: it was already 5 to 1 defender. in the 19 the there's no what, reason to celebrate like I mean, that
3: he, the kids probably like 18 or, or less score a touchdown and, touch he, like, and give the ball to the ref it's it. the only time their games are on see my issue with it my
0: issue with it is not the celebration. My issue with it is that you can do that and people can get upset about it, but there's no repercussion for it anymore.
2: Was his was that his first home run ever? <laughs> no. Okay, well then sit down, bud. Enjoy hey, your last few days playing college baseball lawn, and Nicholson. get a job in the real world where you can't celebrate like that cuz you ain't going to the major leagues there. Macnamie. Uh he probably
0: is actually. No, he's been. not. He's oh, okay. garbage. <laughs> I love that scouting report, man. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, I enjoy the for bus it, rides around. But town, I think that only. I think that players ought to be able to do that. But I still I also think that the guy standing out there on the mound ought to have the option to put one in your ear. Yep, it's part of the game. Yep, and the fact that we don't do that anymore, and the game has become stale. Is uh, part of the problem, but yeah, we'll talk to Coach Hare about that next week too, and see because I'm sure he's seen it, and I'm sure that he has some some thoughts about that. But baseball in general has a lot of things, a lot of strikes against it, if you will. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> make saw you what you that. did there. Yeah, that, that was bad. Very punny. There. There's a lot of things, and I think that an infusion of energy like that. To be honest, anybody that's watching the College World Series right now, I think would have to admit it's more fun watching college baseball than it is Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball at this point, you're sitting around waiting on somebody to hit a home run, and the the home run has become so commonplace, it's not it's not a big deal anymore. I don't care that you can hit the ball out of these little bandbox parks, 385 feet. If you want to make the game exciting, build a big monster-sized wall in all of these small little parks. Put one in Great American. Put one in Philly. You know, these little band boxes that anybody can hit it out of. Put a 40-foot wall out there. Put one and in, in Boston. that would be fun. Well, no, dude, I'm serious. How how much fun would that be watching outfielders trying to play it off the wall because the most exciting play in baseball is an inside-the-park home run. These parks are so small, you uh, unless somebody falls and breaks their neck and the ball just rolls to the wall and nobody chases it, you're never going to see an inside-to-park home run in these small parks. It's almost a physical well, impossibility. The atmosphere, too, in the college game
3: is more interactive with the fans and stuff. They're more in tune with the game. Like So if you and I went and caught a Braves game, we're probably talking about a hundred other things as the game's going on. Oh, he just hit a home run, awesome, clap for a few minutes grab a snack or a beer or something like that, and you're on to the next topic. In the college game, even if the crowds are low during the regular season, they're so in tune with the game. Like, they're clapping on literally
0: every little thing that happens, every base hit. Well, the College World Series, the intensity is is ramped up because you don't have a whole bunch of casual observers out there. You have people that are invested in it that seek it out and go, and, yeah, they're engaged in College World Series. Now, I would I would argue with you a little bit, if you've been to a regular season college baseball game, it's not any more fun than a major
3: Well, baseball. maybe I'm spoiled because I watch it. You know, the Bosch Hammer in Chapel Hill, and so you know, I see the crowds even in regular season, and they're pretty, pretty doggone good. Mm, fair enough. So I don't, I can't say that I've gone to, you know, UNCW's baseball games. All right, Kamar Rocker. Do you, do you, did you see how he just tried to slip by Justin Bieber kicking his butt in a ring? Wait, yeah. uh, we, we found uh, out. We Beantown, can talk about Justin Bieber for a minute now. Beantown, Beantown informed us that he's been training with, Do you say Mayweather? Yep. Mayweather's team. Mayweather's team. Look, now, is there anything uh, worse in life getting your butt kicked by Justin Bieber as he, like, hums baby or boyfriend in
0: your ear? Look, unless Mayweather's team is going to climb into the ring with him, if I get these hands on Justin Bieber, he's done. I'm telling you. Look, one of my children told me, one of my children decided to pull my card one time and and just decided to buck up, and and it took hands on that child. And it took a while for him to, like, fess up. But about six months later, he was like, man, you put those hands on You put that old (laughs) man are There's a difference between man hands and kid hands. Yes. I will put these hands on that dude, and look, it's got to be over quick because I don't have any stamina. Well, let me tell you, uh,
3: look. if he's training with Mayweather, you may never, ever touch him, right? Dude,
0: look, Justin Bieber. Justin just Bieber, be, he'd be touching up your grill right now. Justin Bieber might be able to beat up Tom Cruise. And what's the context? Why did he call out Tom Cruise? Why no did guess. he call out a four foot, sixty three year old dude? I didn't
2: dude? care enough to t- to touch it on Twitter. Dude, you're
0: you're, you're not as you're not as dedicated to dumb stories.
2: I'd <laughs> I <had> to chase <laughs> you know, that
0: down. I'd still be reading about it. Last thing on
3: the short, you know, he's how tall do you, you think Tom Cruise is? Like four Tom Cruise
0: th- is like five
3: foot. Five, five so foot six. Everyone, like Hollywood's got you fooled. Like yeah. my brother used to live in New York, and he was up on a treadmill back. Uh, I don't know. It's been about seven years ago, and this really uber short guy got onto the treadmill next to him. He looked over. It's Matt Damon. So all these guys that we're on the edge of our seats in all these movies, these tough guys,
0: we could probably put them in our pocket. Well, the secret is for for film and and having worked a little bit in the entertainment industry, I didn't know this was a thing, but. Hollywood likes little people with big heads. They film better. And when you see some of these cats in person, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Your head's oversized. Now, I have a big head, but I'm not a little person. I was told one time that my head was unusually large. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but I don't feel like my head was always too big which means that I don't buy the whole arguments about Barry Bonds where people are like, oh, you can tell he was juicing up on steroids because his head got big. Look, I know he was juicing up on steroids because I watched him put on about 90 pounds over the course of his career right. of nothing but muscle. But his head growing? Come on, man. Look at pictures of me when I was a kid. I didn't have a big head. Now as a grown man, I got a big head. I, I'm not going to lie. In more ways than one. Yeah, well. Oh, the, see? The, what Taking taking shots, man. Taking shots. Um, so, North Carolina playing the elimination game, looking to get to the College World Series out of the Super Regional. Um, There's another game, Ole Miss. Ole Miss today playing Arkansas at 4 o'clock. So both games on ESPN2. Auburn, North Carolina at 1, Arkansas, Mississippi at 4, and then your two World Series groups. You know what we ought to do, and this is for real. Whats up, we should do an entire two hour show on how the College World Series works, yeah, because right now I, I don't <laughs> I have no clue. I have no that clue would, be. That I would just watched the I just watched the crawler at the bottom of the screen. I'm like, tell me tell me what this game means i I, I,
3: think I really it, don't. I know. think
0: it shares the same algorithm as a bowling score.
2: Well like, Chris, the last day you want us to ever be on air, let's do that show.
3: <laughs> no, I mean. It's like the bowling score. Like, it just magically goes. You have no idea. If you hit something three frames in a row, <laughs> it just magically, the number pops up there. Unless you can figure that out.
0: Well, I that, don't know, man. Because
3: I already, I already thought all these guys were in the College World Series, but now I'm hearing that they're not actually in the College World Series. So I'm really confused. I thought this was the College World Series. This is the Super Regional. Okay.
0: Yeah, This the, 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 you got Regionals, Super Regionals then you got the college world series oh, okay, and you. there's two pools of teams and it's broken into you know two pools of four and then they play round robin and they come out of there and it, it's bizarre i don't know but it works and at the end
3: there's somebody's
0: playing games and there's two teams left and they i, do I think thing. the two teams left at the end and
3: this might be too much for a college student they should play, play these, they should play basketball well they should seven play games. seven games no, the best. No, the best no, two out of three, no. man. No, anybody can get hot for two games. Best seven. That, there's a reason why there's seven games in all other sports. No, baseball would yeah, be so much money. better
0: if they played three game series. Money be so much better. Seven is too much. And the other thing with with college is that you're you're diluting the top end talent because each one of these teams has got a, you know a legitimate starting pitcher or two. And you go seven games, now you're, you're stretching it. And besides, college coaches are known, no offense to any college coaches that are out there, are known for blowing out arms because they're not looking, you know, they don't care what's going to happen with this guy ten years from now. They're not tied up with contracts and the rest of that stuff. They're like, get out there and throw the ball, Hoss. All right, we'll see you on the other side of the break. got about a half hour to go. You're listening to From the Cheap Seas right here in Central North Carolina. Appreciate you.
2: You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio or visit us at www.cheapseatradio.com.
4: Hello, it's me, the designer jeans in the back of your closet. What happened to us? I used to summer in the Hamptons and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Okay, maybe I never really fit you right, but I got a lot more Sunday fun days left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference.
5: Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff, create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council.
4: 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I
1: couldn't speak odd walk.
3: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke.
6: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head had to toe. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. So why do teenagers play high school sports?
4: My reason why is a sense
2: of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others.
4: One reason student-athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the
5: NFHS and the North Carolina High School Athletic Association.
0: Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats, sports talk radio that won't make your ears bleed. All right, welcome back from the cheap seats. Half an hour to go. If you've got any input on your favorite, I don't know how you say that, the worst sport name ever, you can still give us a call 919 774 4653. That's 919 774 4653. I'd be interested to hear Scott Thomas out on his tractors listening to the show, and uh, we appreciate you. I don't know if there's anybody else listening on a tractor, but I can't think of any place cooler to be listening to the show. Any ideas? Tractor's pretty up there.
3: (laughs) I just love people. So, what context is this? Is he is he kind of chilling? I would imagine. I would imagine he's doing like
0: professional
3: farming. Okay, well I was just thinking there's a difference cuz if it's chilling around checking out the cows on the farm and just looking at your property, drinking a nice beverage, listening to our show, that's one thing. But if it's like real man work, real hard work. I don't know. I
2: could think of a couple other places <laughs> to watch the show. He could be so, just taking a little ride on his big green tractor.
0: I suppose. I suppose so so you're 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 thinking exactly the opposite of me. I'm thinking if you're out there like doing hard work, that's cool. You're like, nah. If you're riding the tractor recreationally, it's cool. I don't know. It's like
3: old town road yeah. riding on my
0: tractor. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, did he have a name for us, or is he just he just said, no, hey, no, yeah, no, I no? no. He, he
0: talked to talked to Hockaday. Told him that he listens to the show on his tractor riding around, and I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> that just makes me feel really <laughs> lazy. <laughs>
3: That we're in here doing this, and somebody's out there doing real work on yeah, the track. Yeah,
0: that is brutal. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, bring me down. And uh, Scott Swindell called the station to say, "Look, I dig what you guys are doing." So I don't know. I, I don't riding? know if anybody's. What I don't Scott riding. <laughs> that's a good question. I'd love to hear from him. What is he? Is he a little motorbike? <laughs> Schwinn. I don't know. A razor scooter. That's Scott's window. I think he's on a razor scooter. Hey, we've radio. got a
2: close one on our poll. How many minutes does Durant play? Right now, zero has thirty six percent, and twenty or more has thirty-five.
0: Okay, oh, but whoa. that's not really don't that be close. Gone. Because basically, sixty four percent of the people are saying he's gonna play.
2: Well, one to twenty has twenty nine percent.
0: So what do you guys think, if
3: anything, this says about KD's legacy if he comes back in game distant game
0: and loses like nothing
3: you don't think it does no. you nothing. think it's just a blip on the radar no, the fact is?
0: that he comes out there if he i'm gonna tell you what if he doesn't come back if he doesn't give this the old college try i think then maybe it's a it's a, a mark against him but if he comes out there and is obviously not right i don't think it i don't think it it really does anything the the irony here is that when golden state brought duran in Nobody ever talked about the fact that he's been injured a little bit. I mean, he's he's had significant injury injury history. The guy Golden State gave people pause when they committed to him long term because he is the guy who has had a history of lower body injuries and the thought was, you know, they're mortgaging their future to a guy that's undersized and can't stay healthy and is one-dimensional and it's Curry has been the guy who's been able to to roll out there in every one of these games. Um, I do agree with the point that you made earlier that, you know, this is, we're seeing Steph Curry's legacy be tarnished a little bit. I'm not sure that I agree with you when you say the problem with his game is that he doesn't involve his teammates. I just think there aren't a whole lot of good options in that offense, even when Clay's in the game. Just think about what you just said, though. All
3: right there's not a whole lot of good options in the Golden states offense yeah people are talking about this team being the best team ever
0: well they are when they've got Durant and Clay Thompson you know operating at maximum capacity well I mean
3: I'm not I'm, I promise you I'm gonna keep this short but two things if LeBron was gone from the game for a month with a calf injury people wouldn't be going please come back LeBron they'd be clowning them. They'd be so critical of him. KD gets some bye for some reason. I'm not really exactly
0: sure. Now, as, as much as I agree with you, I do have to tell you that I would really love to, like, start that argument with you, but I can't disagree. If this was LeBron and he was out and nursing a, you know, a phantom injury, the, this, I don't know. It's not ph-
2: That's the wrong word. They wouldn't have advanced to the finals if he went out a month ago. Who wouldn't have? LeBron's team. Any of LeBron's teams.
0: Uh, the Miami Heat might have something to say about that, buddy. That Heat team was pretty good. So if we want to talk about the last couple Cavs teams that he put on his back, the the comparison that I'll draw with those is – we're talking about Pascal Siakam, and, uh, oh, he's, he's coming out party. You know, this guy's that good. Dude, doesn't that sound an awful lot like what we were saying about Tristan Thompson a couple years ago? Oh, my God. If it wasn't for Tristan Thompson, you know, the Cavs wouldn't do this. And I don't know. Siakam may go on to be an all-star. Siakam may have a great career. But this guy kind of came out of nowhere. And I've been tracking him, and I know that, you know, you love to recreationally, you know, indulge in a little little fan, pool, fan duel right you know now and again so you you're 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 on the cutting edge when it comes to these guys when they start putting up numbers because you see it via that avenue siakam is a guy that over the course of his rookie year last year couldn't shoot the basketball came back in rededicated changed his game and is a very very nice player i like what he is going forward he's got to continue to improve his shot but his length and his effort um he's a nice ball player but well, when he's the second best <clears throat> player on your team this really the bottom line regardless of, of what goes on the rest of the way this has to solidify Kawhi Leonard as one of the best handful of players in the world period. Only
3: Siakam thing I guess the jury is going to still be out with your Tristan Thompson comparison. The only difference is Siakam can create his own offense. Tristan Thompson basically was the cleanup man for the you know the few shots that came off the rim. You know, for a LeBron attempt, you know, he might do a little low post, but Siakam can take you from the very top of the key and get to the basket. He can shoot the mid-range. Uh, I mean, I'm not,
0: I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to say that they're the same type of player in their game. I'm just saying that, you know, you're talking about a, a relatively big guy and the impact they had on the game. And Tristan Thompson did it in a vacuum and, and you know, got his huge contract, and the Cavaliers have, you know, been paying for it ever since. Is Tristan Thompson still there? Have they been able to unload that contract? I think yeah. he's still there. God dog, oh. woof! Stealing money, dude! Stealing money. That's one for another day's worst all-time sports contracts because this got to be in there t- somewhere.
3: So, um, is,
0: if you don't up? have any, is Drake the new Spike Lee? No, because Drake's actually on the payroll for the Raptors, so that's the difference. His uh, his title is uh, team ambassador, I believe, and uh, yeah, it's you know whatever. Drake needs to buy the team, be done with it. Whatever. Does he have that kind of? Does he have that kind of change? Uh, he's got some change. I don't think it's that kind of change. Well, though. you know, Maple Leaf Sports, is it Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment? I think is the name of the company. They own the Raptors and the Leafs, obviously, and they're like one of the most valuable sports companies in the world. Right. So you know, Drake could have to. You'd have to pony up some cheese. Well, you know what?
3: Like, I I watched some HBO and some of LeBron's show. Like, the viewer that doesn't care about all that stuff is looking at these games and hearing Drake jaw at uh, Draymond Green and LeBron jawing back and forth. All these guys are friends off the court. Of course they are. They hang out. This is all
2: like— Well, Drake does have a lot of enemies. He has a lot of enemies. (laughs) He has a lot of enemies. Do you know the next line? messing with his synergy. (laughs)
3: The WFJ fans are like, who are who's they, they talking this guy about? Drake,
0: huh? <laughs> what? Rap lyrics. Drake used to be in, uh, he used to be in Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> he was in the last iteration. It was Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and Drake. Drake. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who Drake is, that's, that's the best I can do. Um, Kumar Rocker. So Duke got into the Super Regional and ran up into a buzzsaw in Game 2, Kamar Rocker put up one of the great performances in College World Series history, threw a no-hitter, which is impressive, struck out 19, which is even more impressive. But the most impressive thing to me, Trent, is that they let him throw 125 pitches. In a day and age where virtually nobody throws 100 pitches at any level of baseball, 125 pitches, struck out 19. Now, to give context, nothing like that's happened in college baseball on a stage like this. If you want to go down, you can find all kinds of craziness down and, you know, low level stuff. But on the big stage at the College World Series, nobody had ever replicated this performance. The most strikeouts thrown in a major league no hitter is how many? Take a Seven. Come on, dude. Don't be stupid. 17. Seven? Come on, man. No one I just nine. thought
2: since you asked me, it was real low. No,
0: it wasn't real low. But my point is is that nobody, even Major League Baseball, had thrown a no-no and struck out. Well, who was the
2: last pitcher to, I mean, in the playoffs or World Series throw a no-hitter? It's uh, been probably Ron 60 Halliday. years, 70 no. years. Ron Halliday. Roy Halliday? Roy Halliday. Yeah, did I say Ron? Roy yeah, Halliday. His brother, Ron. Yeah. When he was playing
0: with the Phillies, he no hit the Reds in the uh, in the playoffs. Oh, that's why I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the Reds. Um, but yeah, incredible performance for a freshman, yeah. and uh, propels Vanderbilt past. They won again the uh, the following day. in
2: I mean, Dupa's 120 day. pitches nowadays. That's like probably 11 pitches more than Game Seven of the World Series. If you're on, well, and it's you know what I mean. It's
0: what's driving this whole combined no hitter thing, which to me is not a thing. A combined no hitter is not doesn't, a no hitter yeah, at all. not mean nothing. You either it. pitch nine innings of no hit baseball or you did not. So I'm not down with the combined no hitter. You know, where four different pitchers, you know, combined. To, that's not cool. No,
2: I don't. I no, I don't count that. Doesn't count. But Kamar Rocker, a awesome. freshman, keep comes an eye of, on now, him.
0: What I do have to say about that game for anybody who watched it: Duke, stop swinging at the curveball in the dirt. Probably 30 times those guys swung at pitches that hit the ground. Not cool. Not cool. But Duke is done. UNC with a chance to advance. Let's and go Tar Heels. Yeah, oh, look out. You're not supposed to root, man. Let's go Heels. You know,
3: <laughs> we're, we're about to come to a break. I was going to see what you guys thought about this college three-point line moving back this year. Do you have, think it has any impact? I personally think they jack them up for about two feet beyond the three-point line already. Do you see it changing?
0: Or you have I think it's a huge change. I think it's an enormous change because there are some guys that jack it up. And for what Brandon's talking about, the NCAA announced last week that they were going to move their three-point line back to the international distance, which is about 12 inches at the top of the key. Is that correct? I believe so. All right, so your corner threes, it doesn't have any impact. There's no room to move the three-point line, which is a whole nother question because they probably ought to extend the court and widen it by a couple feet. But it does make everything from the elbow through to the top of the key a little bit longer. There are guys out there, your, your sharpshooters, who'll shoot it from you know, 18, 24 inches behind the three point line. But I think the thing that this impacts is your seven footers that are out there toeing the line. Moving them back another foot is a big deal. And I think that it, it, it makes the three point shot more of a specialty again. We'll see. No way to tell until they actually do it. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats in Sanford, North Carolina on WFJ. Stay tuned to
2: From the Cheap Seats. We'll be right back. I don't know what we'll talk about, but it'll be cool. 180 over
4: 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak. I'd walk.
5: 150 over 90, and I had a stroke.
6: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. So why do teenagers play high school
2: sports?
4: My reason why is a sense of purpose.
2: My reason why is to inspire others.
4: One reason student-athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy.
2: This message presented by the NFHS and the North Carolina High
5: School Athletic Association.
4: Joel Klein catches a 7 o'clock train after his evening CPR class at the American Red Cross.
1: Ron Garrett is on the same train. He's had a rough day and doesn't feel like himself. Until he feels the sudden tightness in his chest, Ron never thought he'd actually have a heart attack.
4: Until Joel is administering CPR, he never thought he'd actually save a life.
1: When you train with the Red Cross, you change a life.
4: Starting with your own.
1: Call 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit redcross.org to learn about life-changing opportunities in your area.
0: You're listening to From the Cheap seats National Sports with a Carolina Twist. I think that should be our new tagline. We should, we should just say that all the time.
2: Yeah, I National I Sports
0: Talk Radio with a Carolina Twist. I love it. I love it. I'd love to get your feedback. Um, probably not any time to get any calls. This last segment, we were kind of round enough to make sure we hit on everything that's going on in the world, and realize we are woefully, woefully short. But uh, we'll do this quickly. First of all, I want to say the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team opens up play Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, against Guyana in the in the uh, Women's World Cup, looking to defend their title. And the Women's Soccer Program in America does it right. As it applies to national to to international play, the men, you're horrible. You're absolutely atrocious, and you're kind of an embarrassment. Go U.S. The soccer, I'm going to tell you right now. This Greg Burke Halter, um, Ernie, what's his name? Ernie is it not Ernie Johnson? Ernie Johnson's a talking head. Um, Ernie Stewart, who is the uh, head of U.S. Soccer, you, you get it together now. The Gold Cup starts here in a couple weeks. The U.S.-Mexico have won virtually every one of these tournaments since '91. I think Canada won it once. The U.S. went down in a friendly yesterday to Venezuela 3-0 and got completely, 100% outplayed for the first 65 minutes of that game. Um, they made a spirited effort at the end. It was way, way, way too late. The U.S. men's soccer team, you're a joke. Get it together now. Next, Roger Federer wins his twelfth. Nadal, ah, no, no, no. Nadal won his twelfth <laughs> French.
3: I know you're pulling got, for Federer.
2: Federer got nailed in three sets.
3: Yeah. So I watched. It. So Nadal won his twelfth French. He's the best ever on clay, not even close. But the stat that I thought—I don't know if you're with me—but Federer when he went to twenty, um. I just thought that was untouchable. And now well, Nadal has crept up. He's at 18. I, I
0: mean, if Nadal doesn't do anything but win a couple more French, he's going to pass Federer. Federer, is, is, is the age is catching up with him. Um, it's amazing that Nadal has done this. And, and let me give you some context. the The open era in tennis started in 1968. Anything that happened before 68, the records don't mean much. Since then, there's only one guy other than Nadal, that's won more than three French Opens, and that's Bjorn Borg, one of the all-time greats. He won six French Open championships. Nadal has doubled him up, and Nadal is still a relatively young guy. He's won his 12 championships in 15 years. It's unbelievable how dominant he is on clay. Now, my question to you guys is, is his him playing on clay as it applies to American perception of, about tennis, that would be like playing basketball on ice. B- playing basketball on grass. It's a completely different game. We're not even familiar with it. Find me a good American clay player. we They don't exist. Nobody has clay courts in America. Right. That's something that you see, uh, you know, almost exclusively in Europe, in France, and in Spain. Of course, they play – I just don't get why clay tennis is a thing – and why, why is it not in America? Would it be that much more expensive to put a clay court in than concrete? I guess it would probably, huh? I think it would be expensive for the players in their shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you
3: know, it's a lateral movement sport, well, front and back, but a lot of lateral movement and how you stop and start on clay is so much different than the other surfaces. So I think there is something to that. And Nadal's got it figured out. And I just don't think all the other players – Care to play on it that much? Well, as
0: as somebody said, we were talking about it the other day on the golf course as we got rained out and we're we're trying to hide from a monsoon. Well, that
3: was funny too because some upper higher power saw that I had three good holes after two (laughs) blow up holes and said, "No, we can't have that," and rained us out.
0: Yeah, it was going to be. It looked like it was going to be a long day after after three holes, and then you ran three really nice holes back to back to back, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this dude's going to mess around and beat me today." And then, yeah. God saw fit to make it rain on us, and that was the end of it. But as we sat under the shelter, there was a, another pair there, and we were talking about sports or whatever, and uh, said something about Nadal winning his 12th, and the guy was like, yeah, that guy's a spider monkey.
2: <laughs> so do you think that because he's so good on clay – do you think that has anything to do with some of the injuries he's had on other surfaces?
0: Could be, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a fair thing. But the 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 thing that kills me, guy's only thirty four years old. You know, I and and the question becomes: If he passes Federer, who in my mind is the greatest player of all time, is it tainted because so many of those came in the French Open, which is so much different? From where where everybody else in the world plays tennis,
3: I don't think so. And the reason why is because if you go from a hard hard top, and I know because my kids play tennis, I don't know anything else about tennis. But if you play on grass, the ball stays low. Yes, right? so it, it slides come up instead how, of bouncing. It slides and stays low. So I mean, all these. If you win the majority, I'm thinking if you won twelve on grass, then you wouldn't take away from that. So why take away from the clay surface?
2: Okay, fair yeah, enough. it's the same in golf. If the majority of your majors were at Augusta, are you going to get discredited in because you only won a couple of British Opens on a Lynx course?
3: Hmm. Well, look at Mickelson. He's never won a U.S. Open. Does that take away from his career?
0: Yeah. Okay, it what, does. What takes away from his career is that he played in the same era as Tiger, who was 1,000 times better. Right. All right. You want to Stanley talk about Cup? That? I want to talk about Stanley Cup. For well, first of all, I tell you what. Before we talk about Stanley Cup, I want to talk about the Charlotte Knights, guys. Checkers, I know you guys. Checkers. Are, my yeah. It's I'm the checkers, bro. I'm stuck in baseball land, dude, and that's twice, two segments in a row. I dropped the wrong name. What about those? What about those
3: Charlotte Federers?
2: The Charlotte Federer. <laughs> you know what? It ain't easy, guys. It hey, it hockey easy. world. There's a new state, a new king in hockey, North Carolina, baby. The only team to get a Eastern Conference final and the championship in the AHL right there. Checkers, baby.
0: What checkers. does this say about the checkers in the future for the Hurricanes? So,
2: in my opinion, we've known for three or four years that we have a really strong talent pool coming. We also have been the lowest salary cap team in the NHL for probably the last five or six years. Right. What this means is that trend can probably continue because we don't have to pay all these younger guys so much money that we'll have the money to spend on the pieces that we need to continue to grow.
3: Well, the key to the Checkers run was they figured out in about 10 minutes what it took us I, about I, one I, month I knew to, it. to get rid of Scott Darling. I knew it. Send him back to Chicago. But, yeah, that's it. everything's looking very promising for uh, – the the Canes, I guess the next thing they got to do is sign Aho.
2: And hockey, hockey in general in uh, North Carolina, things are looking up. What do you hockey
3: think? in North Carolina,
2: yeah, it's great, <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Who's going to win this series? <laughs> well, who you got your
2: money? Uh, wait a minute before you
0: ask that question, I have to tell the world. Brandon Atkins called me after day one, it was, or game one, and was like, "It's over." It's over. The Stanley Cup Finals is over. You know hey, know remember Boston looked
3: good. But how bad is my hockey predictions Yeah, I, year? I,
0: I should have taken that into account. You, I thought
3: – who was it I thought was going to win it? I, they had the best – who had the best – Tampa uh, Bay. Tampa Bay. I was like, they are heading shoulders above anybody yes. else, and they got swept.
0: Yes, you did. You did say that.
3: So I have to – you know, I make so many good predictions, I should probably lay off the hockey predictions.
0: All right, Game <laughs> 7, Wednesday, they're headed back to Boston. Boston with a, with a really kind of uh, – not resounding five one win if that's possible in game six to push yeah. this to game seven. They got a you know lucky. one lucky break and yeah. and then you know it's on to game seven. Can Saint Louis roll in there on the road and pick this thing off and win the Stanley Cup.
2: The biggest problem I see is Saint Louis has been rolling and winning and he's done a great job and he's one win away from breaking the rookie uh, record, but they have a rookie goalie And Tuka Rask has been there, done that. And Tuka Rask has actually, through these playoffs, played better than he's played all year. I mean, every year, the past three years, they were like, trade Tuka, trade Tuka. Tuka has kept them in this series. Tuka Rask has made saves that are just ungodly in this playoffs.
3: Well, you know, I'm a a big Carolina Hurricanes fan. And one thing I would pass on to uh, St. Louis is that you can't, shoot it to Karask on your regular pace. You got to shoot it quicker or drag and shoot it later because he's seeing you. His eyes are all over the yeah. all over everything that you're doing. So you got to mix it up and definitely, you know, you got to do some things to you got to get people in front of him. I mean, that's the only way you're going to score. He's a, kind of a bigger guy, but he's agile and he's just seeing everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would love for as sad as this is and I hate St. Louis being a Chicago fan as well, uh, I mean, I've just kind of been pulling for St. Louis because they fired their coach. They were last in the NHL. And look at them now. They're one game away from winning the Stanley Cup, which they are the oldest team in the NHL that hasn't won a cup yet. So. Yeah,
0: they, they're looking to win their first. Boston looking to add their seventh. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the original six, is Brandon likes to invoke on occasion.
3: Well, you know, Boston is winning too much, too. That's why I'm pulling for St. Louis. I mean, New England, do you count New England as Boston? Yes. So um, you got the Red Sox who've won how many World Series in the last 15 three or years? four now? So, I mean, who, you know, if you like the underdog, you got to definitely pick St. Louis. Well, and I see them going, I, I think they're fully capable of going to Boston and beating them. Their game is built for that. And, you know, from the beginning of January through the rest of the playoffs. They've been one of the hotter teams in the NHL. So if anybody can do it, it's them. I just feel like, you know, Chara is such a force. He's he's not playing like somebody who's like got a broken jaw or anything. like No,
2: that. but, I mean, in the pressures off St. Louis, there was 45,000 people outside watching the game in St. Louis. That town would have erupted if they would have won. The pressure to win at home is so much greater than on the road. So, So who you got? I'm going to take St. Louis. I think it's going to be a, a close game, but it'll end up being three to one. All right, Brandon, what you got?
3: I think I like St. Louis too because if you watch the first period, it, well, a lot of the game, St. Louis put a lot of pressure. It's just that Rask has just been unbelievable, and then their second goal was a end over end that slipped right past the goalie's you know arm, and I just feel like. I feel like it's their time. You know, I don't think Boston needs a
0: seventh. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the low hanging fruit Boston at home on paper. I think anybody would say Boston was the better of the two teams. And uh, I think Boston's going to lock this thing down, continue to ride the hot goalie and uh, just on the road. I think it's too much for St. Louis to overcome, but we shall see. I do want to know what you guys think is you, you, you both follow the hurricanes very, very, very closely before the beginning of this off season. And, and, you know carolina's got some work to do what are the expectations for next year what's a successful year next year look like trent
2: uh they definitely have to make the the playoffs again i think uh you know i think that's the only way they may not make it to the eastern conference finals but they need to have this run of consistently being in the playoffs every single year
0: Brandon what's a, what's a successful season for the hurricanes look like Making the
3: playoffs and being the th- third or fourth team in the east Eastern conference I feel like that's the next goal No so more winning your division Yeah winning your division I think you know I mean or at least coming close to winning your division This team is fully capable of doing that Eking in at the very last minute, that's no longer a goal of ours. You know what I mean? It's like we need to be a mainstay. We got the makeup to make that happen.
0: All right, last last chance to amend your picks. I've got Golden State winning the whole series. Yeah, we had Golden State last week, so
2: Yeah, well I'm I'm changing it. Toronto, it's over tonight.
3: Tonight? Yep. I'm, I'm pulling for Toronto, but I still think it's Golden State. KD comes back and seals his – All
2: right. I ladies. think if – I guarantee you if KD comes back, Toronto will win. I don't know if he plays or not. Toronto. All right. We shall see. Check us out on social media,
0: at Cheap Seat Radio, Twitter. We are pretty prolific. You should follow us and uh, keep up always uh, polls and things of that sort going on there. Check out the website. If you missed any of the show, you can listen to the podcast – Check it out on the iTunes podcast app, or if you're too lazy to go find it, just go to CheapSeatRadio.com, and you can find an inventory of that and many, many past shows. Last week's actually didn't make it onto the uh, Internet technical issues, but uh, we should be past that. So if you want to hear anything you missed earlier this show, go to the podcast, check it out. We appreciate you listening to us from the Cheap Seats. I'm Chris Lambert, Brandon Atkins, Professor Trent Nichols. We're out of here. Peace!
1: Krista Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio.